You are listening to Victory Alabang Podcast. God fights for us in times of struggle. Discover more about this truth in this series' Week 1 message by Pastor Sunny Waman. Ngayon po ay magpapasimula po tayo ng isang panibagong serye na pinamagatan po natin, inawit kanina, More Than a Song. Bakit More Than a Song? Dahil uh, isang bagay po, uh, ilan mo sa inyo, how many of you really loves worshiping God? Yeah, talaga? We. Bakit madalas nakikita ko kayo, nakatayo lang. But anyway, you know, um, isang bagay po uh, for this uh, four weeks, uh, isang buwan pag-aaralan po natin sa buhay ni David, ano bang ba ibig sabihin ng pagsamba sa kanya? At uh, maintindihan po natin na uh, sa pagkatapos po, you know, at the end of the series, na bawat isa po sa atin would just learn to worship at any circumstance as they recognize who God is and what He can do for them. Alam po ninyo, masarap mag-worship pagka tayo po'y napagpala ng Diyos. Sama ho ba? Masarap mag-worship pag bagong sweldo. Pero sabi ko nga, pagka envelope na lang at wala yung pay, makaka-worship ka pa ba? You know? Yun po yung ibig sabihin nito. Kaya sa loob po ng uh, isang buwan, itong ating mga pag-aaralan, sa buhay ni David, sa kabila po ng kanyang pakikibaka, you know, in times of battle, alam niya kung sino ang Diyos. At ang sabi dyan, ang Diyos ang makikipaglaban para sa kanya. Sa ikalawang linggo, pag-usapan natin sa mga kapanahonan na tayo nangihina, whether physically, emotionally, or spiritually, sabi ni David, ang Diyos ang pinagmumula ng ating kalakasan. Sa ikatlong linggo, pag-usapan naman natin. You know, gaya nung nabanggit kanina ni Miss Lisa na may mga pagkakataon na tayo nakakaramdam din, nakakaranas ng parang injustice, you know, na nawawalan parang unfair ang mga bagay na nangyayari sa buhay natin, ginagawa ng mga tao sa atin, pero pari pa rin tayong sumamba dahil alam natin na ang Diyos ang maghihiganti para sa atin. Amen? Ilan sa inyo ang natutuwa na meron tayong ganyang Diyos? At, parang alanganin yung sabit niyo. <laughs> sa ikaapat na linggo, pag-uusapan naman natin sa mga kapanahonan na tayo ho'y sumasabi, hindi nga sumasablay. Tayo ho, we, become, we, we fail. Alam natin na ang Diyos po ang nagpapanauli ng lahat sa atin. Okay. So, uh, again, ang punto natin dito ay maunawaan natin na anuman ang ating sitwasyon, tayo po ay maaaring sumamba sa Diyos. At, uh, You know, masarap po pag-usapan ng patungkol sa pagsamba. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> number nga, number. <laughs> um, magandang pag-usapan ang, ang, thank you, ang tungkol sa pagsamba dahil meron pong isang binanggit sa mga awit sa isang daan at laming lima na sabi, we become what we worship. Kung ano man ang ating sinasamba, nagiging ganun tayo. Uh, kaya maganda yung lyrics kanina ng offertory song natin, you know. We can sing all we want, you know, lahat ng bagay nito and anything that stands before us and God is an idol, you know. Ano man ang, ano man ang hindi natin matanggal sa buhay natin is an idol. Ano man ang, uh, ano man ang, uh, uh, rin, yung, yung, uh, yung sobrang pagnanasa natin sa anumang bagay becomes an idol. And so what we worship we become of it. Kaya nga, dapat nating maunawaan kung gaano kahalaga ang pagsamba. Minsan lamang ay parang uh, ang tingin natin ang pagsamba ay bahagi ng isang gawain na gaya na ito. 
na para bang tipong habang nagaantay tayo ng mga kasama natin, halika magpurit, sumamba muna tayo. Na hindi po yun ang dahilan kung bakit tayo nagpupuri at sumasamba sa ating Diyos. Ang dahilan po kung bakit natin ito ginagawa sa unang-unang bahagi pa lang ng, ga- ng uh, mga gawain natin ay nais nating anyayahan ang presensya ng Panginoon. Na bago tayo humingi ng anumang bagay sa Diyos, maganda siya muna ay ating purihin at sambahin. Para naman hindi tayo maparatangan na ang tawag natin kay Lord ay pengi noon. Yeah. Di ba? Madalas po, alam ko yung mga kilala niyong kristyano, hindi kayo ha, pero yung mga kilala niyong kristyano, yung mga taga-iba, eh pag lumapit sa Diyos, wala nang samba-samba, pengi ka agad. Lord, pengi na ito. Yeah. Now, wala akong masama sa pag pero dapat lagay natin sa tamang konteksto. Sumarin po ba tayong tumayong lahat? At samahan po ninyo ako sa pagbasa. <clears throat> So ang gagawin po natin, babasa po tayo ng mga sinulit ni David sa mga awit. Alam po ba ninyo na marami sa mga uh, aklat ng mga awit ay sinulat ni David. Yeah? At uh, tapos ihamlig natin ito sa kanyang buhay at intindihin natin ano ba ang nasa likuran ng mga awit na kanyang ginawa. Ang sabi ng Biblia, that David is a man after God's heart. One of the re- or one of the meaning of that is that you know he always wanted to please his God. He always wanted to come before God in humility. Kilalanin siya kung sino siya sa kanyang buhay at dun siya nakakagawa ng mga pagsamba. So simulan natin mga awit or sa awit, isang daan, apat na put-apat. Simulan po natin, basahin. Praise be to the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war, my fingers for battle. He is my loving God and my fortress, my stronghold and my deliverer, my shield in whom I take refuge who subdues people under me. Tumalun po tayo sa talatang siyam. I will sing a new song to you, O God. On the ten-stringed lyre, I will make music to you. To the one who gives victory to kings, who delivers his servant David from the deadly sword, deliver me and rescue me from the hands of foreigners, whose mouths are full of lies, whose right hands are deceitful. Tayo po yung manalangin. Panginoon, nagpapasalamat po kami na misan pa, gigisingin mo ang aming mga isipan, ang aming mga damdamin sa kahalagahan ng pagsamba. Ang dalangin ko po, O Diyos, na hindi maitanim ang mga salita mo sa tabing daan, kundi ito ay maitanim sa mabuting lupa ng aming mga puso. Dalangin ko rin po sa umagang ito na kami makatugon sa aming pag-aaralan ng pagsamba sa tunay na Diyos na nagmamahal sa amin. Kung aming dalangin ngayon sa pangalan ni Yesus, Amen. Amen. Maari na po tayo mo po. Praise God. Now, <clears throat> ang tema po ng sinulit ng David, ito pong mga awit, sandaan at apat na apat ang tema po rito, ay pagkakaroon ng kagalakan, rejoicing uh, sa Diyos na kumakalinga sa Kanya. Re- rejoicing in God's care regardless of the situation, whether uh, in times of prosperity or even in times of adversity, meron po tayong dahilan para magalak sa Panginoon. Kung mapupunan po ninyo, yung unang bahagi na binasa natin, unang dalawang talata, ay naghahayag o inihayag ni David kung sino ang Diyos. Mapupunan ninyo, hindi naman lahat, pero karamihan sa mga ginawa ni David sa mga awit, ay paghahayag kung sino ang Diyos. Higit pa, you know, meron din po siya mga sinulat kung saan you know, siya po ay nagbuhos ng kanyang puso, ng kanyang damdamin. Nagbubuhos din po si David ng kanyang sama ng loob sa Diyos. Hindi po walang masama ron. 
You know, maganda ang mag-pour out din tayo ng, puso, ng, ng laman ng ating puso sa Panginoon, ano man ang ating inalalagyan. Pero ang, ang, ang tanong ko ay ganito, paano nagawa ni David na makagawa siya o makalikha ng mga awitin ng panalangin at pagsamba? How was he able to do that? You know? At pakikita po natin na, again, he was termed as the man after God's heart. Ibig sabihin, again, wala siyang ibang damdamin, wala siyang ibang puso, kundi magbigay ng kaluguran sa kanyang Diyos. Now, makikita rin po natin, doon sa talatang siyam, pababa, yung sinabi niya, I will sing to him a, what? New song. What does it mean? What does it mean? It simply means ganito. Every time, I love this, every time na sumamba si David, Kay Lord, hindi siya nag-uulit ng kanta. Sa tuwing siya ay harap sa Panginoon, siya po ay palaging may bagong likhang awit sa Diyos. Ano niyo po ba yun? Now, what does it mean? It simply means that when we worship God, there has to be freshness in our mind. Thank God sa mga magagandang awitin na ating inaawit dito. Thank God, maging sa mga awitin na hindi natin alam, pero nag-lip-sync tayo. Salamat sa mga magagandang musika, melodiya, at mga salita na ating binibigkas, na ating nababasa, na nilalagay dito sa screen natin. Thank God for all these things. But as far as David is concerned, when he talks of worship, he talks about freshness. Sabi niyo nga, freshness. Laging sariwa, laging bago ang kanyang awit sa Panginoon. Laging bago ang kanyang mga inihahayag na pagsamba sa Diyos. Bakit? Bakit niya nagawa yun? Paano niya nagawa ang mga bagay na yun? Dahil alam niyo si David, simpleng taong katulad natin, ang kanyang mga nililikang awit o mga inihahayag niya na pagsamba sa Diyos ay bunga ng kanyang karanasan sa Diyos. Ilan ang sinyo naranasan niyo ang Diyos sa buhay ninyo? Talaga? Oo. Oh. Hindi nga, patunayan nyo. Now, again, naniniwala ko ever since mula nung tayo ipinanganak hanggang sa mga oras na ito, hindi tumitigil ang Diyos sa paggawa ng mabuting bagay sa atin. Kaya nga, narinig nyo yung katagang testimony? Ha? Narinig nyo na yun? An- anong pagkakaunawa natin sa pagkakarinig nyo yung testimony? Ito ay iyong patutuo saan? Sa kabutihan ng Diyos. Alam po ba ninyo na sa tuwing kayo nag ng mga patutuo sa ginawa ng Diyos sa inyong buhay, ito po ay pagsamba sa Kanya. Amen. Kaya nga, alam nyo, nais ko kayong hikayatin. Alam nyo, ang isa sa mga tayo kung bakit ako magdalas na sa likod pagka praise and worship is because I really wanted to observe people, God's people, how we worship God. Well, of course, iba-iba nakikita, nakikita ko. In fact, kahit nandito sa, yung mga nandito sa stage, nakikita rin nila iba-iba kung paanong sumamba ang mga tao. Merong mga give na give, may mga cry-cry pa, may mga tamang imo. Di ba? Lalo na pag ang kinakanta, nakaka-relate ka. Hello? Kaya nga napakahalaga ng lyrics, napakahalaga ng mga salitang binig na ating inihahayag sa Diyos. Bakit? Ito ay naghahayag kung sino siya at ano ang kanyang ginagawa sa atin. Now, gusto ko lamang i-differentiate yung praise and worship. Now, sabi nila, ang praise daw, yung iba, sabi nila, ang praise ay yung mga kantang mabibilis. <clears throat> at yung worship, yung mababagal. Now, yun ang mga nakakis na natin. 
Kaya pag niya, ayan, magpuri tayo. Ay, ako, masaya yan. Sabi mo tayo, papalaktak. Pero sumamba tayo, ay, ako, patahinigan niya. Ang kikilos, baka bigla ako matumba, and so on. Now, hindi po, ang tunay na ibig sabihin, ang papuri po ay pag-ahayag ng kung ano ang ginagawa ng Diyos. Yun ang papuri. Inihayag mo kung ano ang ginagawa ng Diyos sa iyo. Pero pagdating sa pagsamba, hindi mo sinasabi kung ano yung ginawa ng Diyos, inihayag mo kung sino ang Diyos sa iyo. Yung dalawang magkaibang bagay yun. Ginagawa at pagkatao. O pagkadyos niya. Na, naintindihan niyo po ba? So pag sinabi mong ikaw ay nagpupuri sa kanya, inihayag mo, ano ba yung mga ginawa niya? Lord, ako'y nagpapasalamat sa iyo, sa, uh, sa pag-iingat na gila, yun ay papuri. Pero once inihayag mo, Panginoon, ikaw ang aking tagapagtanggol. Ikaw ang aking kandungan, ang aking takbuhan sa tuwing ako ay nasa alanganan si Tung. That is worship. Do you follow? Okay. Now, ba't ko sinasabi ito? Dahil minsan, or maraming beses, dahil hindi natin nauunawaan kung ano ang pagsamba na akalangan ng iba ay bahagi lamang ng isang service na hindi natin nauunawaan ano ang kadahilanan kung bakit nice ng Diyos na tayo sumamba. Many times, we do it lightly. We do it mechanically. We do it, you know, parang isang ritual. Now, unlike David, sabi dito, he would always sing a new song kay God. Hindi stale worship. Hindi ritualistic, ritualistic or mechanical worship. But he would always express his heart before God, declaring who he is in his life. You follow? Now, another thing na nakita ko dito, Again, nagawa niya yun simply because of his experience with God. Sabi niyo nga experience with God. Naranasan ni David kung papaanong laging uh, mag-intervene ang Diyos, lalo na sa panahon ng kanyang mga pakikibaka. Yun po sinasabi rito. Now, puntahan natin yung unang Samuel, yung storya niya. Now, ito po ang storya ni David at ni Goliath. Ilan nung sa inyong pamilya? Kay David at Goliath. Okay. So maraming hindi, hindi pamilya. Kahit man lang sa kwento ng mga ninuno nyo, hindi nyo narinig. By the way, si David at Goliath po, hindi po sila mag-jowa. Okay? <clears throat> Nabigyan ko lang kayo muna ng konting background bago natin basahin ito. Um, merong pakikibaka, matagal ng pakikibaka, actually, hanggang ngayon. Hanggang ngayon. May pakikibaka ang mga Israelita sa mga Pilistino. O ngayon, ito yung tinatag dating Palestine. Okay, nung panahon nila, tag doon, Pilistine. Alright? Now, uh, nung mga panahon yun, pag kami gerahan, usually ang dalawang harian, bahagi ng kanilang pakikipagtunggali, merong champion dapat. Tag-isang champion yung, yung, magka, yung dalawang uh, kaharian at sila ang maglalaban. One-on-one. You know? Siguro, uh, siguro kung noon, kung may, meron ng mixed martial arts, baka nag-jujujitsu na yung mga yan. You know? But that, that's the normal thing nung panahon nila. Laban sila. And so there was this guy named Goliath, at ang sabi po ng Biblia, ito si Goliath would, sabi ng mga scholars, he would stand around between 9 to 10 feet. Could you imagine? 9 to 10 feet? Abay, kukulaniin ang iyong leeg, kakatingalaan mo. Hindi ho ba? Now, si Yao Ming, 7-6 lang. Ha? At pag si Yao Ming dumadakdak, tumatalon pa. Imagine niyo kung si Goliath, player ngayon ng smart gilas. Ha? Sabihin lang ni Goliath, pasa. Oh, oh. Na-imagine nyo ba kung gano'n siya kalaki? Ha? Na-imagine nyo ba? Alright. So, anyway, uh, gano'n po yung sitwasyon. And also, the Bible says, na itong si, si Goliath, 
eh sa tindiran laki niya, maging ang kanyang mga weaponry ay matitindi. You know? Sa katunayan, meron pa siyang tagapagdala ng kanyang kalasag, armor bearer. Now, dumating ni Sixena ito si David. Si David po ay inutusan ng kanyang ama, si Jesse, para magdala ng pagkain sa kanyang mga kapatid. Now, si David po ay isang pastol, shepherd. You know? And so, pagdating niya ron, narinig niya yung hamon ni Goliath. At ang sabi ng Biblia, apat na pong araw niyang hinahamon ang Israelita na magpadala or mag, 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 uh, mag, what ko, mag-present sa kanya ng champion nila at maglaban sila one-on-one. And so, nung narinig ito ni David, yung nagsimulang isang hamon na uwi sa pang, uh, ano yun, pang-asal. Okay? What started as a challenge went to become a taunting ng mga Pilistino sa Israelita. So, nung narinig ito ni David, siya huwi nagalit. Parang, you know, parang sa isipan ni David, ba't ba- ang lakas bang asab na ito? Sino ba ito? Kaya nga, eto yung nangyari. No? Basahin na natin. Sabi niya, David asked those standing near him, what will be done for the man who kills the Philistine and removes his disgrace from Israel? Now, kunahin niyo. Sabi niya, tinuro niya bigla. And who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? Now, ilan sa inyo natutuwa may English na Bible? Kaya may narapat ko hindi gamitin Tagalog na Bible. Ano yung iniisip ko sana? Gawing Tagalog Bible na rin dito. Kaya lang, may mga bagay na nakakailang basahin. So, nung nandun si David at nagdadala ng bagay niya, now, naniniwala ba ko sa Diyos walang, walang aksidente? Lahat ng bagay, pagka kanyang pinayagang mangyari, may layunin. So, hindi aksidente na nagdala si David ng pagkain sa kanyang mga kapatid. At habang nagdadala, nagdala siya ng pagkain, narinig niya yung pangkaasar ni Gulayat. Kaya si Ahoy, you know, hindi siya mapakali. At sabi niya, parang ba't yung pinapahintulutang asarin kayo na ito? Sino ba tong eek na Pilistinong ito para kanyang asarin ang, ang mga mandirigma ng buhay na Diyos? Okay, so sinabi naman, oh, ganito, ganyan, 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 ganyan. And so, sa kanyang pakikipag-usap, may mga ilang bagay na kapuna-puna sa mga talatan nito. Number one, ay yung tinatawag nating pananaw. Perspective. Sabihin nga natin, perspective. Okay. Iba yung perspective ni David doon sa kanyang kaway. Yung nakita ng mga Israelitang higante na kanilang kinatatakutan na sa isip nila ay walang makakatalo, sa tingin ni David ay isa lang ordinaryong tao na pwedeng talunin. Now, malaki ang nagagawa ng pananaw. Perspective. You see, maring may tinitignan tayong isang bagay, pero iba-iba ang tingin natin doon. Naunawa niyo po ba? Kunyari, parang ngayon, lahat kayo nakatingin sa akin, iba-iba ang perspective niyo. Ay, ay guwapo yun. Ay, okay magdalandam yun. You know? Iba, ay, mayabang yan. You know? One thing, and yet different perspective. Now, you see, ganun din yun eh. Mahirap sumamba sa Diyos maging sa gitna ng mga suliranin or pakikibaka, gaya ng pag-usapan natin ngayon, kung mali ang ating pananaw. Lagi natin, or madala siguro narinig nyo, huwag mo sabihin sa Diyos ang kalakihan ng iyong problema, pero sabihan mo ang iyong problema ng kalakihan ng iyong Diyos. Now, that is a perspective. Pero pag nawala sa tingin natin, kung sino ang Diyos at kumuungka sa pakikibaka mo, lumalaki ito. Tama ba? 
Minsan nga, ang problema lang, halimbawa, nadali ang sweldo. Ilang problema, nadali ang sweldo. Pero sa isipan ng tao, naku, nadali ang sweldo. Ay, paano na yung pamasahe ko? Ay, paano na yung kakainin yung pamilya ko? Magugutom ang pamilya ko? Pag nagutom pamilya ko, baka layasan ako ng asawa ko. Yung mga anak ko, naku, baka mag-adik-adik na lang yan, magtulak na lang yan, magparahutot-hutot na lang ng buntot. Isa to. Yan o, ano lang ang problema? Na late lang ang sweldo. Pwede mo yung katabi mo. Sabi mo, parang ikaw yung sinasabi ni Pastor. Perspective. Sabi niyo ulit, perspective. Pangalawang bagay na nakita ko rito is that hindi lang perspective, pero yung perseverance. Yung pagpapatuloy, pananatili ni David sa nasa kanyang isipan at nasa kanyang puso. Alam nyo, inasar nga, well, not really inasar, pero criticize siya ng kanyang kapatid na si Eliab. Ang sabi ni Eliab, Uy, ikaw, ba, ba't ka ba narito? Di ba nag-aalaga ka ng tupa? Bumalik ka na ron. Kanina bumalik na You know, sinita, bakit? Dahil sa mata ni Eliab, isa itong malaking insulto sa kanila. Isang paslit, well, not really paslit, kundi isang batang lalaki, isang binatilyo, ang naasar sa pangaasar nung na Pilistino na yon sila na mga sanay na at bating ang mandirigma walang magawa hello may mga lalabaking ganun tao na andating nyo ang yabang nyo dahil nananalig kayo sa Diyos na andating ninyo parang sobra ka naman why? because you put your trust in the living God now, ganun yun. Pero si David, sa kabila ng kritisismo na kanyang tinanggap sa kanyang kapatid, siya ay nagpatuloy. Perseverance, perspective. It will be hard for you and me to persevere if we do not have the right perspective of who God is. Now, tuloy natin. Now, sabi rito, what David said was overheard and reported to Saul. And Saul sent for him. And David said to Saul, let no one lose heart on the account of this Philistine. Sabi niya, your servant will go and fight him. Wow! Okay, matakot. Malahari. Kaya ko itong napilistinong ito. Ako makikipaglaban sa kanya. Ay, could you imagine that? Isang binatilyo. Ha? And so, alam niyo, ang ginawa ni David, ang ginawa po ni Saul, sabi niya, O sige, sige, sige. Pero pag-iingat ka, paano magagawa? Bata ka pa. Iyan eh. eh nasa sinapo po ng palang ng nanay niya. Warrior na yan. Bakit? <laughs> Sinisipa-sipa niya yung salang nanay. Limit mo ko! Limit mo! Tanak yun. Yan by the way. But anyway, this is my point. Let me just share this this morning. David stood up against Goliath. Why? Because of three things. Number one, he knew his God. He knew his God. May tapang siyang hinarap si Goliath dahil kilala niya Ang Diyos niya. Kayo. Kilala niyo ba yung Diyos niyo? Oo. Oh. Ba't pag may problema, hindi na maipintay mukha niyo? Ha? Huh? Kilala niyo po ba yung Diyos niyo? Tingnan niyo to. I mean, you're not able to go on against the Philistine and fight him. For you are little more than a boy. And he has been a warrior from his youth. Now, tignan niyo yung sabi ni David. But David said to Saul, Your servant has been keeping his father's sheep. When a lion or a bear 
came and carried off a sheep from the flock, I went after it, struck it, rescued the sheep from its mouth, and when it turned on me, I seized it by... Imagine you picture, sinasabon mo kanya yung leyong. Walang yakang leyong, ha? Sabi niya, ah, ah. Ay galing parang siya sa parlor, you know. And sabi niya, struck it and killed it. And then the next verse, he said it. Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. This Philistine will be like one of them. Because he has defied the army of the living God. Now, why was David so... Shall we say, mayabang ba? Tunog mayabang ba si David? Why was he so confident that he can kill Goliath? Why? Again, because he has known his God. Bakit nagawa ni David na makagawa ng awitin ng pagsambang binasa natin kanina? Kasi kilala niya yung Diyos niya. Amen? Kaya ang ganda ng awit kanina dito ni Miss Lisa. Diba? Ha? 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 Ayon niyo? Oh, sabi ko, hindi ko kaya yun. Ha? <laughs> Eh, uh, well, hindi naman ako magtataka dahil galing po siya kay Pastor Jonata. Anyway, bakit tayo napot na rin? Now, ano yung nangyayag dito ni David? Simple lang ho eh. Bakit niya nagawa yun? You know, he sounds cocky, right? Parang, angas mo naman. Yun, di ba? Di ba? Ganun lang dating niya. Pero, hindi siya maangas. Actually, hindi siya mayabang. Alam niya lang kung sino yung Diyos na kanyang sinasamba. Listen, he had an experience with God. God allowed David to have victories in the past. And his victories in the past gave him that confidence that if God had done that to him noon, God can still do it right now. And so let me just ask you, has God given you victories in the past? Let me just ask you, haven't you noticed Na yung problema nyo ngayon, dati nyo na naman problema yan eh. Pera, noong pa problema nyo na yan. Gusto naman. Hindi ba? Tama ba? Eh pero basta hindi mo na yung, oh tama, noong pa problema ko na yung pera. Eh noon, isang daan lang problema ko. Eh ngayon, hindi mo na intindihan, libo-libo na. Abay, matuwa ka, tumaas yung faith mo. Eh, lagi ko sinasabi, kung sampung taon, Ang pinuproblema mo, daan-daan. Lumipas ang sampung taon, daan-daan pa rin. Ang laki ng problema mo. Abay, umangat ka naman, kahit gawin mo naman dalawang daan. <laughs> Naintindihan niyo ba? Now, my point is this. The problem that we face are the same problems we have faced before. And whether you believe it or not, noon tinulungan ka na ng Diyos, ibig mo sabihin ngayon, lalaglag ka ni Lord. That is who your God is. He is a faithful God. He is a great God. Kaya kanina kinakanta niyo, Great is the Lord. His name is great. Alam niyo, kung sana po pagka tayo umawit, naintindihan natin lyrics. Kaya nga sabi natin, it's more than a song. Pwede bumubuka ang ating mga labi, pero walang laman ang ating puso. Purong uso, walang puso. Yun yun. Narito po ko ba kayo? Alam niyo, ito po lang. Although it may not sound a good prayer, 
Pero ang prayer ko, minsan alas 9, yung gandang-ganda tayo sa praise and worship, tapos mag-brown out. Oh, walang tugtog, walang microphone. Hindi ko alam kung may lalabas sa atin o magpapatuloy tayo sa pagpupurit pagsamba. You know, what we need to understand, worship is more than a song. Sabi ni Jesus, these people honor me with their lips, but their heart is far away from me. In vain do they worship me. Akala natin, worship is just like that? Now, what we don't understand is that when we worship God, si Lord nakatungin. No, does it mean na pagka, you know, the reason why God wants us to worship Him is simply because God has a poor self-image? Poor self-image? I don't think so. You see, whether you worship God or not, God will remain as God. Nothing will change. Ang di alam is that when we worship God, something happens to us, not to Him. Amen. I, I, I love this topic. I love worship topics. Are you still here with me? And so, just go back to the past victories God has given you. And I hope that will give you the confidence and tell yourself, God, you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. Kung nagawa mo to sa akin, gagawin mo pa rin ngayon, gagawin mo pa rin ngayon. And when you do that, then God will come to show Himself strong on your behalf because your heart is steadfast on Amen. <clears throat> the Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with you. At sumagot si David, and also with you. <clears throat> now, you see, David knew his God. He did not hear something about God. He knew his God. David doesn't have a knowledge about God. David had an experiential knowledge of who God is. Now, magkaiba yun. Iba yung may alam ka tungkol sa Diyos at kilala mo Diyos. Yung iba sa inyo, may alam kayo tungkol sa akin, pero hindi nyo ako kilala. Naintindihan niyo po ba? Kasi kung kilala niyo ako, lalo na kung friends ko kayo sa Facebook, sana binabati niyo ako ng birthday ko. No, biro lang. Pero yun yun eh. Hindi yung, sino ang Diyos? Hindi ba? Hindi nga makatingin. Parang takot. Batuhin ka ng kidlat. He didn't hear anything about God. He knew by experience who God is in his life. Amen. He had a past experience of God's faithfulness in the past. And he knew that God does not change. And so binigay ni, ni Saul yung kanyang armor. Na imagine ba si Saul is, is more than six feet. The Bible says he is ahead above the rest of the army. So malaki si, si King Saul, si David pagkali, ibinigay yung armor na imagine nyo ba, isang binatilyo, suot yung armor ng isang six-footer tsuro ng hip-hop noon <laughs> huh? isinot ni David oh, yo, mahal na Harry hindi ko to allow 
to me, saying, dear, what's a nice gun dog? <laughs> you know. And so he removed it. He removed it. And you know what he did? When he removed the armor of Saul, I'll use whatever I'm used to. And you know what he used? Not Saul's armor. He used a tear dog. <laughs> You know, he is also from Australia. You know, Teardor. You put some stone, you know, you pull it back and then you release it. And Teardor will just, you know, push the stone right in the forehead. <laughs> oh, by the way, ibang tirador nun sa tirador ngayon, ha? Ngayon sa sosyal yung tirador ngayon, meron pang arm support, eh. Ay, yung mga nabibili sa supermarket, di ba? You know, may, ang tirador nung tali lang. You know, talagang, yun ang original na sling shot. By the way, yun ang ginawa niya. So David stood against Goliath. Why? Because he knew his God. Second, David stood up against Goliath because he knew what he's fighting for. Alam niya kung ano yung pinaglalaban niya. Ang pinaglalaban niya, hindi para sa kanya sarili. Actually, yung problema ni David, hindi niya problema. Supposedly, problema ng Israel. Pero dahil siya Israelita, bahagi na rin siya. Pero ang gusto ko ipunto dito, what David fought for was even bigger than himself. He was fighting for the reputation of the Israelites and the honor of his God. Yun yung ipinaglalaban niya. He was fighting for it. Tignan ninyo. Verse 45. David said to the Philistines, You come against me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you what? In the, what? In the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. Yun yung tapang ni David. Hindi siya matapang dahil maanga siya. Alam ni David, apart from God, he can do nothing. But what David knew, because he knew his God, now he knew what he's fighting for. He's not fighting for himself. He's fighting actually for his fellow Israelites. And he was fighting for the honor of his God. I don't know about you. Pero, what do you feel when other people mock your God? Ano nararamdaman nyo pag merong nanglilibak mga asa sa Diyos nyo? Ay, Now, remember, si Paul, when he went to a certain place, not even that mean idol, he was stirred up in his spirit. And he started to preach the gospel. Let me share with you. When you try to share Jesus, and people mock your Jesus, what do you feel? Huh? When other people say, na, peke yung Diyos mo, what do you feel? Pag sinasabi lang, ayun, Diyos mo naman, di na, hindi naman yung sumasagot sa panalang, what do you feel? Huh? Ah, yung, yung Diyos mo, eh, yan yung sumunod ng bahay ng tiyo ko. What, what do you feel? I mean, if we will keep quiet, then we have not really, in a way, made our stand for God. Amen. David knew what he was fighting for. He cares about the things that God cares about. Hindi ito binaliwala. Now, 
In fact, in another psalm na sinulat ni David, in Psalm 20, it says here, Now I know that the Lord saves His anointed. He answers Him from His holy heaven. With the saving power of His right hand, some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust where? In the name. Let me ask you this thing. Where do you put your trust? If we put our trust in anything else apart from God, His name, and His word, then we're trusting in vain. Why? What do we have in the name of Jesus? Well, simple. The Bible says there's no other name given under heaven by which men can be saved except the name of Jesus. Well, the Bible only declares that when Jesus humbled himself and became obedient up to death, that God has highly exalted him and has given him a name that is above every name, that in the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Things on heaven, on earth, under the earth, and every tongue shall confess that He is Lord of all. That is what is in His name. And you know the better news is this. There is power in the name of Jesus, and at the same time, God the Father gave you and me the power of attorney. The power of attorney to use the name of Jesus. No wonder the Bible says, if you are a believer, in Jesus' name, you will cast out demons. Ibig sabihin, hindi ikaw lang kakas out ng demon, lumayas ka sa bahay ko. No! The Bible says, in the name of Jesus, you will lay your hands on the sick, and the sick will die. Yung ba yung sinabi? No! It's not your problem. You're not God. Bakit ba takot tayong maglehans? Baka mamatay? O, ngayon, ikaw ba ang Diyos? Para buhayin siya? Only God has the power to do whatever He wants. We're just instruments. But my point is this. There is power in the name of Jesus. And we can put our trust in that name. Amen. And they said, now I know that the Lord saves His anointed. He answers Him from His holy heaven with the saving power of His right. Some trust in chariots, some in horses. But again, we will trust in the name of the Lord. Now, third, David stood up against Goliath because he knew whose battle it was. He knew his God. He knew what he's fighting for. This time, he knew whose battle it was. Yes, tayong humaharap sa mga suliranin. Parang si David, hinarap niya si Goliath. Hindi siya tumakbo kay Goliath. Sa katunayan, nung sila'y naglaban ha, di ba? Ang sabi, sinalubong ni David si Goliath. Pababa sa, sa burol si Goliath. Sinalubong niya. I mean, siguro ko si David ngayon, huwag na lalapit, Goliath. Kaya isa pang, subukan mo. Eh, isa pang hangpang, maki. Isa pang hangpang, tatakbo ko. <laughs> no. David faced his battle. But why was he able to face his battle? Because he knew whose battle it was. It was the Lord's battle. First Samuel 46 and 47. This day, the Lord will... Nakosop niya rito si Goliath. This day, the Lord will deliver you into my hands and I'll strike you down and cut off your head this very day. Ang masano? I will give the carcasses of the Philistine army to the birds and the wild animals. And the whole world will know what? That there is God in Israel. You know what, guys? Every time we face our battle, 
and we knew who God is, and we knew what we're fighting for, and we knew whose battle it is, the people around us will know that your God is real. Do you know, sa tuwing umaharap tayo sa mga pagsubok, maraming mata nakatingin sa'yo, tinitignan talo ka mag-react. Will you react negatively or will you respond in worship? Ano yung madalas nakikita ng ating pamilya pag tayo may mga suliran na ito, pag tayo may pakikibaka? Kano yung tayo galit? Sa demonyo o sa pamilya natin? Sino ang mas lumalaki sa storya natin? Ang demonyo o ang Diyos? It depends on how we react or respond. Are you following me? What he said. The whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. All those gathered here will know that it is not by sword or spear that the Lord says, but for the battle is what? The battle is the Lord's. And He will give all of you, all of you, into our Again, I'm not saying you cower down. I'm not saying you quit, you give up, you surrender. No, you face your battle. You face your crisis. The Bible says no weapon formed against you shall ever prosper. The Bible says that the angels of the Lord are in round about you to keep you in all your ways. If God is for you, who can be against you? You can just declare greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. But oftentimes, I don't, how do we react? Listen. You know what? Honestly, walang taong hindi marunong sumamba. Ang tanong lang, sino o anong sinasamba natin? When we cower down, when we give up, when we quit, when we surrender, it is as if we are worshiping the devil and say, Devil, you're greater than my God. You're still here with me? But to David, no, he was not cocky. He just knew his battle could walk. Alam si Saul, had he been a godly leader, he could have claimed Deuteronomy chapter 20 as a king. You know, sabi sa Deuteronomy 20, sabi when you go to war against your enemies and see horses and chariots and an army greater than yours, when you go to war against your enemies and you see warships encircling an island that belongs to your nation. And sabi niya, do not be afraid of them. Why? Because the Lord your God who brought you up out of Egypt will be what? I love this. Do not be afraid of, that, of them. Why? Because God will be with you. God promised you He will never leave you nor forsake you. Although many times, Lord, we leave Him. We forsake Him. Because what we thought, God, wala kang magawa rito. Okay, sa iba lang ako, Diyos lalapit. Who is your God? What are you fighting for? And who do you think the battle is. Firstly, 
when you're about to go into the battle, the priest will come forward and address the army. He shall say, Hear, O Israel, today you are going into battle against your enemies. Do not be faint-hearted or afraid. Do not be terrified or give way to panic before them. Why? Verse 4. For the Lord your God is the one who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies, to give you victory. Amen. That's the truth behind everything. Yes, we face our battles. We face our crisis. You know, act like a man. Lahat tayo may problema. Walang walang problema rito. Kung sinasabi mo wala kang problema, yun ang pinakamalaki mong problema. Kung wala kang problema. Yan ibig sabihin mo, magkumpare kayo na nagbibigay ng problema. Are you still here with me? You see, the reason God, why God goes with us is not just because He wanted to go with us. The reason why God goes with us is because He wants you to experience victory with Him. We face the battle, but the battle is His. And if the battle is the Lord's, the victory is ours. Amen. Are you still here with me? I love that. The Lord your God is the one who goes with you. Tingnan nyo, hindi sinabi, who goes for you. Who goes with you. Ibig sabihin, kasama ka. Tingnan nung katabi mo, sabihin mo, kasama ka. Pero, kasama ka, pero ano gagawin ni God? He'll fight for you. O yun. Hindi sinabi, he'll fight with you. At di rin niya sinabi, and you know, the Lord is the God, the one who goes with you. So that you fight your family. You fight your spouse. Sabunutan mo yung asawa mo. Hindi, 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 hindi. Haven't you, do you remember when Jesus said, wag kang magiganti? Ha? Huh? If people do you wrong, sabi niya, wag ganti. Why? You know what Jesus said? Vengeance is not good. No wonder Jesus said, you pray for your enemies. Why? Because di mo alam, pag si Lord ang gumante para sa'yo. Pastor, lalong hindi ko sila pang pray. Ahog naman, yari na kay Lord. Nahingitahin niyo po ba? Eh, maraming beses lang feeling natin, ano tayo, um, argabyado. Believe me, kung na kay Lord ka, hindi ka na argabyado. Feeling lang natin because in the flesh, in the natural, mukhang argabyado. But in reality, hindi ka argabyado. Why? Because God will be your vindicator. Pag-uusapan natin yun. God will be your vindicator. Siya magiganti para sa'yo. At sasabihin sa'yo ni Lord, bullet day, I will giant you. Balang araw, paghiganti kita. Bullet day, bala, bala. I will giant you, paghiganti. Anyway, I'll end with this. Kago na naman, ha? Talagay oh. niyo naman sa Twitter yan, tapos hindi naman lang ako i-quote, ha? Okay. If there's one thing I'd like you to take home this morning, that knowing God in the cause of our battle brings us to worship Him. You know what? Jesus did the same thing that David did. In fact, the battle that Jesus faced was even greater than the battle that David faced. Jesus fought for your soul and my soul. He fought for the forgiveness of your sin and my sin that none of us here can ever fight against. Amen? In the book of Colossians, it says here, He forgave us all our sins, having counseled the written code, 
with its regulation that was against us and that stood opposed to us, he took it away, nailing it to the cross, and having disarmed, sabi niyo ngayon, having disarmed. Having disarmed the powers and authority, he's talking about evil spirits, he made what? A public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. When Jesus was nailed on the cross and he shouted, It is finished. More than the forgiveness of our sin, it also means, na kung ikaw ay napangtatatalo in the past, this time it's finished. It is time for you to stand up, stand your ground, and start to win this battle because the battle is the Lord and the victory is yours. Amen. Amen. Come on, give the Lord praise right now. Give Him praise. We hope you were inspired by that message. Watch out for more updates on coming events in our website at www.victoryalabang.org. You can also be part of the family by liking us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang and following us on twitter.com slash victoryalabang. Thank you and stay connected.